Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 400 clothing. Why are you so hands-on with that? Like, what's your vision for that? A legacy brand. You know what I'm saying? To represent the culture. And it's going to be around for long after me. You know, it's a lot of fashion brands or just brands and they be like, oh, this streetwear. I'm like, nah, nigga, I represent streetwear. Nigga, nigga really from the streets. You feel me? <laughs> YG has established himself as a major player in the rap game with hits like My Hitter and FDT. He solidified himself as an entrepreneur, designer, and community leader. And today, we have the pleasure of sitting down with him to discuss this and much more. You're watching Assets Over Liabilities on Vault. YG, what's up, my brother? What up, what up, what up? It's all good, man. It's interesting, because I heard you speak a lot of times, but I didn't hear you speak a lot about business. And we got a lot of mutual friends, from Dave Grove to Steve-O. They always say, like, YG is a real big business, business person. Huh? Yeah, like, he sure. don't really get a chance to really explain that. So I feel like this is going to be an interesting conversation to actually maybe have a, a talk that you haven't had previously. Yeah, for sure that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. So let's get into this, man. I want to start at the beginning, actually, speaking to Steve-O. He told us we had lunch with him, and he was like, um, when he was running around with you at the early stages <laughs> and he was like, he couldn't understand why your music was so hot. And he was like, you did something that was extremely genius as far as marketing, where you was going to like house parties all throughout from like San Diego all the way up the coast and um, handing out your mixtape or your music. And he was like, he realized that you had got hot in the house parties. By the time he realized it, he was like, yo, that's actually like a genius marketing strategy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's before Tudor and Booted or if that was around the time Tudor and Booted. Can you, can you talk about that? Yeah, that was around the same time, like, Tudor and Booty. Really was like, so Tudor and Booty caught to the world, like, two years after it came out. So, um, like, when the song originally came out, like, 2008 on MySpace, um, that's when I, like, started uh, uh, moving around crazy, doing the house parties. I was in and out of jail. I had, like, a free YG campaign going on while I was in jail. You feel me? I had, like, my peoples was, like, throwing, like, free YG parties and all type of just young ghetto shit. <laughs> um, You're a teenager at this time. Yeah, I was 18. I was 18. <laughs> but I had like a movement, you feel me? So I had a gang of like, I had a gang of, of, of young motherfuckers my age with me that was from a lot of different neighborhoods in LA. Like I had a whole bunch of bloods and a whole bunch of crips. You feel me? We was all young, you feel me? So um, when I went to jail, I had this, you feel me? I told everybody, like, look, y'all got to push this free YG shit while I'm gone. So, you feel me? They was throwing, like, free YG parties. <laughs> and it was popping. <laughs> Bang the music. Free yeah, YG. it was popping and shit. But, like, you feel me? Like, I was doing all that house parties, high school popping up in the streets, going up and down the coast, just real guerrilla style. Like, we ain't had, like, we ain't had no nobody to, like, let us know what else we could do, so you feel me? We just was like, we finna just do whatever we think we need to do, and that was just be outside, you know what I'm saying? It's interesting, cause like, what you're explaining, it sounds like what artists used to do in the 90s, but you're doing it in the era of MySpace where tech is a thing, and so what drew the, where'd you draw the inspiration from? Were you watching artists doing that, like East Coast, West Coast, somewhere, and you're like, all right, they attacked it like this, this is our resources, this is how we attacking it. Like me growing up watching other artists, like we seen them on like 106 and Park, right. TRL, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Like yeah. we ain't know what niggas was doing. You mm -hmm. feel me on the back end, on the you feel me on the back side of things. But um I grew up like being like the like like one of the dudes, you feel me, who was having parties all the time. You feel me at the at my mama house, I used to have parties in the garage. And then I started having parties in other places and I used to like make a lot of money off having parties when I was young. The promoter? Hood shit, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I was a fucking promoter, basically. <laughs> you feel me? But it was like, shit was popping, you feel me? I'm paying my mama, you feel me? I'm helping my mama pay the bills at like 16, 17, 18, hmm. by throwing parties and shit. So, uh, you feel me? That was just a part of just 
like who I was, you feel me, as a as a person at that age. I was throwing parties and just like always like having fun. So like when the music shit came, like we just kept that same energy. You feel mm. me? We was at all the parties, we was throwing parties, and that was a vibe. You feel me? We made that type of music too, so it it, it just made sense. How did you build that like momentum for them to actually want to even throw YG parties while you was on the inside? Like what what made them actually believe in you enough to like keep your name alive while you wasn't even on the street? I don't know, bro. Like shit. I don't know. I mean, you feel me? The whole movement that we had, it was some shit I created. So like everybody that was a part of it, you feel me? They like, they was a part of it because of me, you feel me, from the jump. So like, when like the main nigga go to jail, like, you feel me? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You feel me? You gonna turn it up. So you feel me? They like, like it was lit. All that shit playing to like, like why my name was buzzing how it was at a young age, how I got signed, all that. You feel me? It all go back to that. And like everybody who was um, around in that time, like DJs, radio motherfuckers, label motherfuckers, all them was hearing about this shit like nonstop. You know what I'm saying? So let's let's talk about the to the time you got signed. So you, you come home, building a buzz for yourself. You meet a, a young a couple of young producers that mm -hmm. uh, y'all are growing together. Talk about that. Like, what was that like? That process of like, I'm, I'm trying to get this deal. I'm trying to get this deal. I got this deal. And then what happens after the deal? All right. So when I went to jail and shit, like we wasn't even trying to get a, uh, a deal. Like, you know what I'm saying? We was just young, burnt, turned up, having fun. Of course, we wanted to be successful with the music shit, but we wasn't like plotting and planning and do that. Like, mm -hmm. oh, we need to go meet with these labels. You know? It wasn't none of that. We was just doing what we was doing. And then when I went to jail, when I was in jail, I called my mama and she'd tell me like, yeah, I just, you feel me? This label just called trying to, like, what's up with your son? This label, I'm like, this shit happened when I go to jail. This shit crazy. Like, Perfect time, right? You feel me? So now I'm in jail. I'm like, oh, fuck, I just blew it. Like, oh, man, that shit fucked me up. But um, no, bro, I was blessed to be able to come home like early for the, type of shit I, I went to jail for and I came home and then two months later um, I got signed like so like it wasn't really like niggas wasn't plotting on on that shit it was just we was we ended up doing all the right shit and then the timing was perfect like when I came home it was just like you feel me it was God's plan in my eyes I don't know the anticipation was there for it yeah so I got signed two months after that in a fucked up situation, fucked up deal, you know what I'm saying? And I think that shit is what turned me into like, you feel me, turn me on to just being involved on the business side and just knowing about that shit. Cause um, when I realized what type of deal I was in, which came later on in life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it all started, who I am today, started from because of the fucked up situation I got put in, me entering the uh, music business. Let's talk about that a little bit. I know you had spoke about that previously, like on Twitter, but why was the deal so bad? Like a 360 deal? It was, yeah. So I got signed for, for $25,000. Okay. 12 five when I signed, 12 five six months later. You know what I'm saying? And that, that that's was like bullshit. That was it. Bro, I used to rob houses and rob <laughs> shit and get that money. Like. How many albums was that for? One single with five options on, on, on five albums. You feel me? So I signed a single deal with five uh, album options. So every time you get hot, they just, they kept, just So they had you for they, five you albums. They pick up, they gonna pick up the, the option. option. Every but time. see, this is why I so fucked up. Cause during this time, you feel me? This one, um, Mustard, you feel me? Start going crazy and shit with the beats, you feel me? We created a sound. Yeah, you two together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we yeah, created yeah. a sound. During this time, we created a sound, and we, you feel me? We'll make a whole project, and we'll go walking in the Dev Jam, and we'll be like, "Look, bro, this is my uh, album right here. These are the singles." Bop, 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 bop. You feel me? They'll take it. They'll be like, "All right, we finna go play it for the label." You feel me? They go do whatever, and they'll come back to me like, "Yeah, everybody thinks this is regional." And I'm like, "Nigga, regional? Like, what are you talking about? Oh, it sound like two West Coast." I'm like, "Nigga, I'm from the West Coast. What's it supposed to sound like?" You know what I'm saying? So, 
Yeah, at that time, the music shit was just in a weird place, period. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't too many like artists like that. Like like now, it's like a gang of motherfuckers, and it's a lot of people that got names, and they doing shit, and they selling tickets, and they got... Back then, it was like... If you went on a road trip, and you didn't stop for a Big Mac, or drop a crispy fry between the car seats, or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. On some like coming up shit, it was like 10 niggas, like period. Like everybody knew who the 10 niggas was, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, the music, the music scene was different. And from the West Coast, was, it wasn't no snooping. Like, Game was the last nigga that we had. It was like a resurgence when you came. Yeah, Yeah. so it was like, and the niggas that was like bubbling, like, like making the, like trying to make a way was like Nipsey Hussle, Kendrick, Tigers, me, Schoolboy yeah. Q's yeah. and shit. Like, you feel me? So yeah, bro, the timing and shit for just West Coast music was weird. So I had to just go through all that shit. So I was giving these niggas mixtapes. I was turning them in albums. They was like, nah, these ain't albums. So I took them and I said, fuck y'all. And then I put them out for free. But I go fund my own, my whole video. I go fund everything for the project and go put it out uh, for free on Hot New Hip Hop and shit like that. And then I go move around and tour and do shows and shit off the music. And then the songs end up blowing up and then the radio end up playing them like organically. And you feel me, the radio be playing the shit for like six months. And then the label come to me like, hey, uh, you feel me, this song is single, we should work it at radio. I'm like, bitch, you been at radio for six months already. <laughs> Fuck you talking about? I'm finna put on my next shit. You feel me? So he was just, bro, nigga went through the nigga went through the trenches. You know what I'm saying? But chill, though, that shit turned me into like who I am today, though. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you said something very important, and I don't think maybe many artists understand that. When you said work it at radio, I remember Young Dolph's, you know, recipes had said, it takes a certain amount of capital to even work a record. And so you kind of yeah. went, went the other route, you did it a little differently. How much did it, was it, did you need a certain amount of capital to work those records that you were putting out on the mixtapes? Um, yeah, so at, like at a certain point in time when a, a record would be playing on the radio, they'll play that like mix show type shit. You feel me, they call it mix show. Boom, I, like I started knowing, you should be radio people who do like independent radio shit and all this. So certain songs that start moving on its own, like the DJs just be playing it on the radio themselves. Like we had, um, We'll know what's going on, and then we'll hire like an indie radio person, pay him like 25 k. You feel me to work the song, but a real radio budget is not twenty five k. You feel me? But we was doing like twenty five, twenty twenty five k at the time. You feel me? This two thousand like per song. Yeah, per song. Okay, gotcha. Got and see, that's mix show. You feel yeah. me? That's just working in that mix show. Impact on the record is just, that's a whole nother different level. That's like. Rhythmic Radio, the impact of record is like 200,000, I think, 200, 250 or something. And then Urban is another price. And Top 40 is another price. Mm. So working a song at radio could be like 500 to like 750. Per song. Per song. When you're on that level, like mainstream type shit. So a lot of times the, the, the label will spend that. And if the, the song doesn't go, they're gonna try to recoup that of anything you make. No, they gotta recoup that regardless. Right, 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 right. But they ain't gonna spend that. They just not finna spend that. Like, they just not finna spend that. Cause I'm like, thinking the songs you got, like I'm like, some of them, like, I mean, we in New York and they going off, they ringing off. And so I'm like, are they putting that money behind that? Or they no, that was like a lot of organic shit. And then we was spending money, like, you feel me, on the West Coast, but or whatever uh, bled over, over there, like before my nigga, yeah. It was all like organic it's shit. Organic vibes. Yeah. yeah. When did you learn about like masters and publishing and all of that? Shit, man. I've been hearing about it for a minute and shit, but like when I really like really was like, all right, bet, like, yep. Probably like 2016, 2017, 16 and shit. That's when you like really got educated on it. Yeah, for sure. So so during this time, obviously. As you're making the music, you're getting hot, but they keep reading up the option. You're starting to think about your own imprint. Is, and, and so like, is the, the birth of Paul Hunted, I guess the imprint itself, right? Cause it started out as clothing, but it's a lifestyle brand now. 
Is it a byproduct of the, the circumstances that I had, or do you come into the game saying like, this is gonna be my imprint from the jump? I came into the game with um, I came into the game with some shit called Pushers. You know what I'm saying? Pusher Inc. Mm -hmm. The label. That's the shit. Me, Mustard Todd. We was all. You feel me? Pushing that. You feel me? It was some. Sh that was the click that I was talking about from back in the day. Mm -hmm. You feel me? That you feel me? Nigga started. Nigga came in the game on that. But um, you know, like you feel me? Everybody got successful when did their own shit. So then, but I was pushing 400, like 400, that's the block, you feel me? So I was pushing 400 from day one since I've been rapping. You know what I'm saying? When it came time to like start something new, like, and like really like, all right, I'm finna create my next thing that's gonna be my thing. You feel me? I just went with that. I ain't try to go thinking no crazy shit. I said, bro, they keep screaming this shit. Just take that off. <laughs> you feel me? So yeah. you feel me? I'm like, I'm finna do this 400 shit. It started off because I did a mixtape called 400 Degrees. And um, you feel me, that's how the logo got created and all that. I put the mixtape out, I went on tour. Boom, I started selling the 400 Degrees merch. It was going crazy. And then when I seen that, I'm like, all right, I'm finna turn this into my, like the real brand. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, so I did that. It's been up ever since. So speaking of the 400 brand, let's talk about the clothing. Because everybody I speak to, Dave Gross, he was like, talk to him about the clothing. He's yeah. real hands-on. He's <laughs> hands-on. So obviously, I know you do the fashion. Um, what's the 400 clothing? Why are you so hands-on with that? Like, what's your vision for that? Man, my vision for the 400 brand is, you know what I'm saying? You feel me? The brand represents the West Coast and like, you feel me? The culture, like the streets. You know, it's a lot of um, fashion brands or just brands and they be like, oh, this streetwear we represent streetwear, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, nigga, I represent streetwear. Nigga, nigga really from the streets, you feel me? This brand really represents the streets. You know what I'm saying? The shit that um, corporate America just, the, um, you feel me? Shit that brands are scared to do, they can't do because it, they feel like it's not appropriate because it's on some corporate America shit. We represent all that type of shit. I'm finna do a lot of shit for like, People that don't get thought of, like motherfuckers that's in jail doing time. You feel me? People that been like uh, mamas that been victims of like, you feel me? They sons dying from gang violence and all type of shit like that. Finna do a whole lot of programs, you feel me? And it's all funded by the brand, you know? But as far as, you feel me, the brand and where I see the brand and the future of the brand is like a legacy brand, you know what I'm saying? That represent the culture and it's gonna be around for a, long after me, you feel me? That's some shit that like Nip was on me about. Like we used to talk about, he really used to talk about that shit and be on that shit. And then like, it took me some time to really like, all right, bet, you feel me? That's what we doing, let's do it. I think, I see those parallels because I'm thinking about it when you said the brand, I'm thinking of Marathon Clothing. Yeah, right? yeah. And I'm thinking 400. Yeah. And so as he's drawing up his vision for that, he's telling you he's doing it. Are you, you're getting inspired and saying like, all right, bro, I'm a, I, I could do this too. Yeah, that's exactly what was going on and shit. Like, Nip was like, you know what I'm saying? We had link, we had talked, but like, we always end up talking about shit that mattered. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? We two rap niggas, mm -hmm. two gang members linking up, but we like talking about real shit. You feel me? So, like, he was big on like, he was big on that, like, creating a brand and, 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 and putting that shit in motherfuckers' faces and creating a brand that's gonna live long, long, long after, you feel me, the person that created it, you know? So, you feel me, that was some shit he was on, like, and I used to be like, bro, like, I'm not even, how you thinking? Like, I, bro, like, <laughs> not all that type of talk. I'm like 21, bro, this nigga like four or five years older than me, so he talking to me, I'm like, bro, what the fuck is you talking about, <laughs> Nigga, you ain't trying to hit this drink right now, nigga, what you talking about? <laughs> no, cause I'm sick, so I'm telling you, cause like, you got it, like, <laughs> on the gang, bro, so, yeah, Nip really put that on me, like, no homo and shit, like, but he, he, he <laughs> like, you feel me? Really young, really young. <laughs> yeah, like, he really got me um, thinking. So, or Nip dropped the, uh, Nip dropped the project, you feel me, TMC, or the, Mar or the Marathon Continues, you know what I'm saying? And you feel me, this is how you know this shit is real, this ain't made up, can't make this shit up. So, Nip, TMC cover is, it's his uh, logo, you feel me, the flag. And then it's like a picture of him, like, yep. mm -hmm. 
blended in with the flag, right? Mm -hmm. You feel me? That was like, that was when he like launched, you feel me, or the TMC brand officially, you feel me, when he had separated it from Crenshaw. Like he did that, he had the Crenshaw shit, but then he had, you feel me, he did the TMC shit, right? So he did that. I think that tape came out 2011 or something. 2011, yep. Right. So this, like we talking about all this during this time. So boom, Nip do that. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Tape crazy. Got the city going up. You hear me? So I'm like, all right, boom. I start seeing all this shit. I'm like, yeah, that's dope. I'm like, okay, the homie, yup, yup. So I come with my tape 2012, 400 degrees. Yeah. And if you go look at the both of them tapes, bro, like the covers is damn near the same. I got my 400 logo, and then it's a picture of me, like, blended in that shit. You feel me? So, like, like Nip put a nigga on all type of shit, like, like for sure. And it was, like, a known, like, it was a known thing. We talked about it a lot. And I told him, like, yeah, bro, like, yeah, you got me on that. Like, yeah, yeah that brand shit, where it's at. That, that's a valuable lesson right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times we try to reinvent something. Like, nah, man, that worked. That's duplicated. We talk about that all the time with people in business. And that's a great example. He's just like, a lot of times in school you taught, don't copy, don't copy. You don't even look at the person next to your paper. But when you get into business, that's all you do. You have to work together. You have to look over to see what they're doing so you can grow. So that's, that's, a, that's like a, one of those great lessons that you actually implemented. Yeah, no, for sure. And it was like, nigga, I ain't give a fuck. I'm like, yeah, Nip just did that. I'm finna do it too, nigga. Like, yeah. It worked twice. Yeah. No, for sure, bro. Was it true that um y'all was gonna do a joint album? Yeah, bro. We then we then linked up like three times and really, all right, let's start working on this. All right, cool. We had lock in for like two weeks and shit. Mm-hmm. How far did it get? Man, with Nip. <laughs> Man, that nigga Nip crazy. Um, all right, so, 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 so. All right, so the first time, it didn't get far at all. The second time was when we did the Fuck Down Trump song. We we started working on this project called Two of America, KK's, America with the KKK, yeah. mm-hmm. Most Wanted. And boom, you feel me? That was the project. And it was going to be just talking about like gang banging, South Central, Compton, ghetto shit. But like you feel me, like like on some Tupac revolutionary type. Tupac, me Ice Cube, Ice Cube yeah, 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 you feel yeah, me, yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> shit like that. So we in the studio, and this time um, Donald Trump announced he running for president. So he all on the TV news and shit. So everybody we everybody talking about you feel me that shit. So we leave the studio. I call Nip. I'm like, hey, bro, we. I said if we doing this uh, project, two of America's most wanted. I said, we got to make a song called Fuck Down Trump. You call six songs, bro. Let's do it. Now. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, bro. I, like, I can't, like, I don't like this nigga, bro. I'm saying this nigga too much. I'm saying, like, nah, 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 we got to do this. So he like, nigga, let's do it. So we go to the studio and I got the beat in my computer. Like, I just pull up this beat that I, like, was fucking with, but I never made a song to it. Boom, played the beat. And then I just start fuck down on Trump. I'm about nip like yeah that's it. Like I'm like yeah he like yeah bro record that shit. We do that whole song. We put that shit out, and that shit start going crazy, and we never finished the tape because it was like nigga we <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got, we got what we came for already like <laughs> fuck we need a tape for like yeah so you feel that was the second one and then the third one, or the third time was like 2008 like September and shit we had started. We had started, we had booked studio for like two weeks. We had started and shit up and shit. But you know that nigga Nip be on like, like Nip, Nip like, Nip got purpose. Like everything got purpose. Every step that nigga takes like with purpose. You know what I'm saying? That's how he program, you feel me? So while creating, like shit gonna take longer. You know what I'm saying? Cause he just not just doing shit because of, he's just doing shit. It's like all the way thought out. You know what I'm saying? So it's a high level of respect. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to Nipsey on some like creating shit, art and all that, it ain't no, he just not doing nothing. He gonna, he gonna, it's very thought out. 
So let me ask you this, as far as um, your, your manager, Scooter Braun, um, everybody knows legendary situation. How's that working with him? Are y'all doing any business together? I know he's obviously done a lot of different businesses. And how, what kind of information has he given you as far as in the business world? Um, working with Scooter Braun, whole management company is dope. We got a lot, I got a lot of stuff. I got a lot of stuff in works, you know what I'm saying? TV and film to all type of sh shit that I really can't talk about, but he didn't throw me some some investment uh, plays, you know what I'm saying? He didn't throw me some stuff, some opportunities. And then I be having like shit that I feel like I want to invest in and I think is good. And then I run it by him. And um, he'll have, like he'll look at it and his investment team will look at it and be like, nah, bro, this not it. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah, this is it. They got like departments, you feel me? TV and film department, marketing department, branding department, you feel me? Um, they got all these different departments. So it's like really like uh, infrastructure, you know what I'm saying? And I get to utilize that. So what type of investments are we talking about? Like stocks, real estate, crypto, what, what are we talking about? Nah, it was just, it'd be like, sometimes it'd be like companies that like want me to be a part and they'll give me equity for like my celebrity, you know what I'm saying? But mm. then they'd be like, hey, uh, we know your manager. And ask him if he want to be a part of it. We got these people aboard. They'd be naming like motherfucking like top celebrities though. So I, I, you see me, I'll let them know like, hey, uh, who wop? But um, they'd be like, yeah, bro, this ain't even like that. Like this bullshit, you mm. feel me? Yeah, yeah. You feel me? Cause they do that shit at a high level. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, 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 So, 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 so yeah. So be that type of shit. It ain't um, like all my other like crypto shit. All that shit is like, that's just side shit. You feel me? That's like gambling. You feel me? That's like going to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar. Very similar. Can be. That's a fact. Be. Let's talk about this reality show that I found out that you had shot. Um, I think it was called Stimulus Package. Yeah. So talk about that. The concept was really dope. Um. So. It was me and the homie Dave Gross, and it was like, uh, like, you know, back in the day, uh, Diddy shit, making the band, making all band. that type of shit. It was basically like that. Cause Dave Gross was like, look bro, you feel me, these companies, they always put black people in these houses and they see us and we fucking fighting each other and we doing all this crazy shit and they just make us look like, you feel me? Mm -hmm. So he like, like ain't nobody ever put, you know, black people in a house and show them or help them go after they, you feel me, their goals, their dreams and shit like that. So I'm like, yeah, bro, that's right. Like, you like you right. And so we was working on it. We did like the pilot and shit. Now, so, so, so you took different kids from different neighborhoods. Neighborhoods and shit. Different neighborhoods, put them in a house, no drama, no beef. They had to deal with each other, got them like internships and things of that nature. Yeah. And it was like a real positive vibe. Yeah, real positive vibe. It was like, it was like motherfuckers is from the ghetto, but you know how you would be, you could be a kid from the from the ghetto, but you, and you wanna do, you got ideas or like dope shit, or like um, making it out, but you don't got the resources. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We was putting them in the house and we was like, basically like, whatever resources y'all need, like we, like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and doing all that shit. It was like boot camp type shit at the same time. Motherfuckers had to work out. You had to eat right. All that type of shit. That's dope. Yeah. That's, yeah. Dope. That's dope. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite things in this world of sneakers. Yeah. And I think people kind of overlook what you did in the sneaker game uh, with your brand. So can we talk about the, the, the Flame sneaker and specifically, obviously, the Block Runners? Because I, when I saw it, I'm like, wait, it's not, he's not signed to a brand. This isn't under Nike. No, that's my shit. It's funny under... by a motherfucking nigga. Right. So yeah. I mean, I, we, <laughs> yeah. we don't want to overlook like that. that. So you fully funded your own brand. Talk about that, man. Yeah, I fully funded my own brand. I, 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 I had to find. I had to go through the process of finding the right manufacturer, uh, a producer shoe, all that type of shit. Did all the sampling. Fucking went through the. Um, you feel me? The quality of the leather, genuine leather, because you know a lot of these sneakers. That's uh, they say that 100% leather. It's not 100% leather. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So my whole thing was like, all right, I gotta make because 
I'm a nigga making some shoes. You, ex- they gonna expect my shit to be like the ghetto version. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, nah, I'm finna give them the higher quality version. So I fully funded it myself. I did everything myself, me and my team, like two, three person team, you know what I'm saying? It was an idea that I, I, I that came up, we executed it, and we did it. And now I got my own shoes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they moving. Young nigga. They moving. Young nigga for the ghetto with his own, his own <laughs> thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then, and then yeah. part of it, I mean, obviously when you create your own shoe, you could call the shots on it. So you did a lot of give backs with those shoes, right? That's yeah. something that, again, like, People are not talking about that, but we see it, and so we wanted to highlight that. So you've been able to give it back to the people in the community, right? Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, yeah, we gave, um, for the first drop, um, I went to give out shoes to the homeless, you know what I'm saying? And like a lot of brands, like, right? Cause you talk about brands and, and, and just company and business and shit. Like when you a fashion brand or a shoe brand, if you seen giving away uh, shoes and shit like that, it water downs the brand. Devalues it look the brand, like, yeah. You feel me? Devalues mm-hmm. the brand and all this corporate America shit. But I'm like, bro, I'm from the streets, my nigga. Mm-hmm. I'm selling shoes that cost $200, nigga. Sold out in eight minutes, nigga. Yeah. Fuck y'all niggas. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need y'all coolness, nigga. Yeah. I don't need y'all stamp. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, bro, I'm giving back to people that don't get no attention. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I did that for the homeless. And then I did the shit for the uh, my second job. I gave, I gave a pair of shoes to like 100 motherfuckers who was in jail doing life sentences, but they uh, came home due to like laws changing and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's somebody, he a movie producer, and he got this, um, like he do God work all day. He he get them type of people out of jail. His name's Scott Bunnick and shit. He a big movie producer. You feel me? He, he helped me put that shit together. So yeah, I do shit like that, you know what I'm saying? For me, the money gonna come. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to create a brand that represent the culture and that, you feel me? That yeah. people be like, nah, that's our shit. So when, when you make something that's successful, the next thing is like, how do you duplicate it? And so what what's the vision for the brand? Are we are more shoes coming? Like- oh yeah, more everything, all that. That's, yeah. So with the shoes, the first year was like, I was figuring it out. I didn't have no, like I did everything on my own. So you know, you feel me, you gonna, Run into situations like, okay, I know not to do this again. Mm-hmm. Oh, you feel me? So, yeah. what, what, are some, what are some of those things you like? Damn, probably shouldn't. I'm not gonna do that the next time. So, just like, just how you order shoes and shit, flying them in versus shipping them on a boat. You feel me? It's a whole price, whole, it's like $10 more each box type shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, if you're doing a thousand to five thousand units, and you flying them in, that's 10, 10, 10 more dollars you paying a flying man versus shipping. Mm-hmm. So really what these what these big companies do, like Nike and shit, you feel me, they be on a calendar to where they like a year ahead already. So they already making and ordering shoes that's gonna come out next year. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's like I had to learn all that shit, go through that shit, just be all the way thought out, planned out, you know what I'm saying, ahead of the curve. You save money like that. You save money, like everything just be better like that. You save money, you know what you're doing. Months ahead of it, you can start marketing shit early as fuck, start gifting it out early, get the right people wearing the shit early, build the anticipation up, all that type of shit. So I had to learn about all that. The shoe game and the clothing shit is two different worlds. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn about that. A lot of motherfuckers was calling to put my shoes in a retail store and shit. But I'm like, nah, 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 we not doing none of that. We on, we on online only for the first year because that's how I did the clothing brand. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It was like, nah, we ain't doing none of that. So it was just a lot of shit I was learning about, you feel me, the whole shoe game. But um, yeah. So let's talk about real estate. Speaking of Dave, I know, wh- what turned you on to the real estate? And I, what's, your, what's your plans for, for the real estate? Um, I got turned on the real estate late, but I, I, what turned me on is I brought some houses, 
houses, and then I start doing shit like remodeling them and adding shit and building studios and just learning that whole process. And then I'm like, damn, this is some shit I can fuck with and make some money. You know what I'm saying? Nip used to talk to me about uh, buying duplexes and shit. I used to be like, I'm not into that, dog. Like, <laughs> like, uh, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I was young as shit, though, so like my, I wasn't thinking like that. But now it's like, bro, that shit is like, I, I could fuck with that. You feel me? I really like like remodeling shit. Like, like I fuck with that heavy. We're gonna see we're gonna see him on his own uh, rehab show. HGTV. Yeah, I fuck with that. <laughs> like I brought a house and I did the whole I did the whole interior designer. You feel me? The whole shit. I could it was see like, it. oh hire interior designer. I'm doing my own shit. Yeah. <laughs> doing my own shit. Still working on it right now. Well, it's like fashion. It's like if you like if you're an artist, period. Yeah. It's like they, they it's all art. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. We interviewed Shaq. He said he spent a million dollars in one day when he first got drafted. He broke it down. It was a crazy story. What's what's your biggest purchase or what was the thing that you did when you got your first like real big check? I brought my first house with my first real lump sum of money. So I brought did, a house. You did something positive. Yeah. You ain't do nothing stupid. Nah, 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 nah. I mean, I grew like, when I was, before I put out my album, bro, I was moving around, getting money, doing shows and just club shit. So I was getting money, doing dumb shit back then. So when it was like, finally like a real situation, like I'm like, damn, I'm really, like I got an album, I got real records. I'm finna start making real money. You feel me? I wasn't really spending nothing because I was just spooked to lose it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, nigga, you feel me? Homies like, bro, why you ain't got no, you ain't buying no watches and all the chains and shit. I'm like, bro, man, fuck all that shit. I'm trying to make sure I, I, I keep this shit. You know what I'm saying? And then like once I'm like, yeah, this shit ain't finna stop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> once the nigga got the got the program with the cycle, it. it's like, yeah, this shit ain't finna stop. It's like, all right, bet. <laughs> Let's get it. You know? So uh the real estate game, I mean, I, I'm listening to this, it's pretty diverse, right? You said the clothing game, obviously, singing game, two different things, but the music is where the passion is. And so I know that 400, the label itself, is now under Epic, Joint Venture with Epic. Mm-hmm. How, how did that deal come about and, and what, what are we seeing uh, in, in the near future for, for the fall the well, That deal came about, um, I had a JV a Joint Venture deal with Interscope, but it got fucked up at Interscope. So I had to go take my talents to Epic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, yeah, we did that. I met with Sylvie and shit. And uh, yeah, we did the deal. And then I signed, I signed my first two artists over there. And then COVID hit like Damn. a month, like two months later. Yeah, the JV at, 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 at Epic. And I got I got Dave Soulan from Compton. Um, she was uh, dancing at Crazy Girls. I pulled out the strip club. And then I got D3, you feel me? He from the Nickersons, uh, he from Watts, uh, Nickerson Gardens. Um, other than my two artists, I got signed. At 400 with Epic right now. Yeah. Oh, so let me ask you this. Who turned you on to crypto? And, and Nip. Nip turned you on to crypto? Yeah. Tell that story. I mean, I think Nip turned a lot of motherfuckers on to crypto. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because he was talking about that shit. Early. Early. Like, Nip turned the nigga on a lot of shit. Like, uh, V, like Dr. Sebi, all that shit. Like, that all came You're vegan? Um, I was, you feel me? I go vegan like... Once every year for some time, I do like a detox. Clean your, clean your I did it since COVID though. When COVID hit, I'm like, nigga, I'm not, I'm <laughs> fucked up. The world fucked up, nigga. We fucked up. Okay, let's do the world all together. Yeah, like nigga, I like so cheeseburgers like, for everybody. I ain't with vegan. Like my last time vegan, it was like December 2019 or like January some 2020. So if 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 you can't if you're not making money from your music from like record sales, streaming because of bad contracts, how you make money? From just touring, that's like the number one. Yeah, yeah, that's how I was making money uh, before. Um, just touring. I really never really made seen no money off my off my music, like seen that. off my records. Never. And shit. I never seen a check because of my my album went platinum and my singles six times platinum, four times platinum, two times platinum off of one album. Never seen a check. 
You feel me? The only check I get is when you turn the album to put it out, the events, which was some bullshit. But um, now, though, now I own all my shit. I'm in the right deals. I mean, profit share deal, all that shit. So now it's it's gonna be a different story. You know what I'm saying? All my music was coming, all my money was coming off touring and shit. So that's why, that's what had me really like motivated to start a brand mm. and really like because I'm like, bro, like how I'm gonna survive, nigga. And this is like, like back in the day, like now it's like, now it's like, all right, nigga don't gotta have a brand. A nigga could be straight off this show money and off this other shit. But back then it was like, nigga, nigga, you gotta figure something else out. Cause this, this ain't really, especially living in LA. Yeah. Cost of living out here, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Taxes yeah. is real. Yeah. Taxes is real, the taxes, nigga, the cost of living. The cost nigga. of living, yeah, that's true. So I, I was saying now, the relationship with Epic, and obviously 400 being there, the label, is YG the artist now on 400 the label? Or how's that, how's that working? So YG the artist, I'm in a I'm in a joint venture with myself and Dev Jam. Okay. Under 400 slash Dev Jam. Okay. At Dev Jam. And then I got my 400 JV at Epic. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, so now you own your masters? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you, bro. So the, the scare money. That shouldn't be, see, that's the problem. That shouldn't even be a congratulations. That's supposed to be the normal. It's normal, right. that's a fact. But they don't, we don't realize it. So. That was when we, early on, we had asked, like, we see it all the time. People don't own their masters. We're like, what's the best way to own your masters? And the answer was never sell it. Never yeah. sign it away. Never give it away. But yeah. most people don't think that. But nah, cause bro, cause, cause bro, most of motherfuckers is rapping, bro. They coming up from the streets. They ain't got no money, they ain't got no real guidance, no person to be like, bro, no, that you really gonna listen to. Like, yeah. like the only way, bro, to like get around that is if you got your own money and you come into the rap game with your own money. Like, mm -hmm. because when you got your own money, you already, thinking you already differently. thinking different. You, you own a different shit. You know how to find out different shit. You probably know the nigga to call that could tell you about some shit. You feel me? When you a young nigga coming up, nigga, you in a ghetto in the trenches doing ghetto shit, robbing shit, doing all the shit, and you end up getting signed, like, bro, how your life was set up due to the type of life you was living, mm -hmm. you don't know these type of people. Like, but now like, like the internet, like people like Jay-Z in the internet, then get like, that's how we know. You feel me? That's how motherfuckers like know what not to do. Go look at Jay-Z interviews. Go look at Nip interviews. Go on the internet and find this shit out. You feel me? Watch on your leisure. Watch on yeah, your leisure. and then Very you important. see your peers yeah. and like, you feel me? You hear about First. niggas start talking with they got and what they, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, nigga, don't do this, don't do that. Like, that's how the younger generation gonna be able to uh, be guided in the right path. But like, like I didn't have that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's a fact. How, how yeah. gratifying is it now when you, Cause I watched the, the the scared money video. I mean, you just look happier. I mean, <laughs> you, I mean, just, honestly, you just look happier. The video's dope. I know you. I mean, you're very hands on in that process. How gratifying is it now to have one of these records? It's just like, yo, this is oh, mine. Shit. This is my shit. Right? Yeah. I feel good. I've been waiting on this moment for a long time, bro. Like, like I, I like I've been through a whole lot of like shit, and I'm like, damn, am I gonna even make it out to even see the other side of this shit? Like. You feel me? So to finally like be able to live this shit, and it's just the beginning, bro. That's the first record, nigga. Yeah, put yeah. Out. Like it's the beginning, but it feel good though. You know what I'm saying? Cause like after all the shit I done did and and, and gave to the game and uh, people, um, I didn't help be successful and just the whole shit is like that shit that I'm over there, my masters and just owning my shit, bro. That shit is a given. You feel me? So it's just. A nigga happy, but I be like, bro, I been supposed. This supposed to be. This supposed to be regular for me. Mm. You know. Let me ask you this before we leave. City of Compton. You know, always been legendary since Easy. Mm -hmm. And then obviously, you know, the game yourself, Kendrick Lamar. How important is it to have the give back? I know you do a lot of stuff in your community. Um, what's some of the things that you're doing in the community? Like, what's your what's your connection with the city of Compton? 
Oh, and why man. is Compton such a special place? Because I feel like Serena Williams. We ain't talk about them. Oh yeah, yeah. Why yeah, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's, 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 it's a small. It's a small city, but a yeah, lot of man. a lot of stars and celebrities have come out of there. Something in the water is some something in the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, like when you coming up, you feel me in that area for motherfuckers like me, my, you know, what I'm saying my generation. That's like when you when motherfuckers come play for the Lakers. You feel me? It's like. You like fuck magic, <laughs> all these things. I was like, shit. You feel me? So like, when you coming from the city, it's like, bro, like you gonna go hard at whatever you doing. You gonna eat the like the gang banging shit. You gonna you gonna be a full fledged <laughs> member. You gonna get the jersey retired. Five, five star general. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's just like you feel me. Like you gotta think like the like like a lot of the key. Elements of like West Coast culture came from like Eazy and NWA, bro. Like from, bro, the Cortez. Okay. You feel me? The you feel me? The Los. You feel me? The Raider gear. The all just the all the shit, bro. That shit came from them. Like you yeah. know what I'm saying? And that shit impacted the whole West Coast. See what I'm saying? So like impact you know, the whole world. Yeah, it impacted the whole world and just like like like. That's why I think it's something in the air, something, something in the water, something. Yeah, as far as shit I'm doing, I used to do a lot with Asia Brown. You feel me? I was the uh, mayor. We got a new mayor now. I used to do a lot, but like when COVID hit and all that, I ain't really been, I really ain't been really doing too much. I really been really plotting and really thinking about, because I used to do a lot of like giving back clothes and Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving dinners. My mama go cook for it. Like my mama, she like, she love, like doing that, like anything, like feeding everybody, cooking, doing all the sheep, doing all that. And I'd be like, all right, mama, listen, we've been doing this for like some years. We need to like level up. Cause it's like doing that is cool. But I think it's other people who can come feed and cook for people. I, I'm trying to do some next level shit. You know what I'm saying? That'll help change some lives on some next level shit. Legend. Yeah. yeah. We go, YG Legend. You got- Oh yeah, certified. Entrepreneur. Mentor, father. I ain't a mentor, man. Well, you may not know that, but somebody's life is being impacted by the things you're saying. And I'm yeah. sure somebody's gonna be impacted by this, this, this interview itself. But I wanna know for yourself, right? What do you want your legacy to be? My shit is really like, like everything that I'm doing and I wanna do is really for my family, you know what I'm saying? Um, trying to break the family curse, create generation, uh, uh, generational wealth and all that, and with me doing what I'm doing for my family, it's gonna. Uh, I'm a, with that. I'm helping bless a lot of other people outside of my family. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it starts from the family, you know. But um, I'm not trying to be the motherfucker that had it and didn't do nothing with it, mm -hmm. and then like my kids, kids, kids have babies, and that they start doing their family um, history research. And they find out, oh, wow, see, that was one of our, it's like, well, how we living like this? What? Well, we're moving on down. Yeah, like, no, that's out, bro. Like, I don't like that. So, like, my whole shit, everything I'm, I'm doing is, like, to to be, like, live long after me, you know what I'm saying? And, like, like the brands and the companies I'm trying to build and everything I'm working on, of course, it's going to be left for my family. But then I'm, I'm going to create jobs for other motherfuckers and like my whole thing is like helping the hopeless you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying so like that was the thing that Nipsey was big on like you feel me and like it's, it's proof you, you know what I'm saying he had his spot right there in his neighborhood Christian Slauson and he employed all his homies and homegirls and you feel me they was building that out you feel me to be a thing and like that's like some of the same type of shit you feel me? I want to do. The dude I uh, mentioned earlier, his name's Scott Bunnick. He do God work. He get a lot of people out of jail. He helped change the laws. He the reason why a lot of motherfuckers start coming home early. He a part of that, you feel me, from life sentences and shit. Everybody that worked in his office on some real business shit, handling real business, all the motherfuckers was in jail fighting life. And now they in there doing like corporate shit, you feel me? Mm. So I tell Scott, I'm like, bro, I'm trying to be like you. Like, mm. I'm going up to Scott and I'm pitching him ideas I got for 400. Like, and he like, bro, who, why? Like, what made you want to do this? I'm like, you, I'm trying to be mm. like you. 
Cause he like a fucking uh, big movie producer, bro. He don't got to do what he's doing. Right. You feel me? He inspired me a lot because he helped me out. Like my little brother finna get out. Um, he had 15 of life. He finna be getting out any day now. And he he went through um, one of Scott programs and shit in prison. And like he did, like he got himself into that. He call, He was calling me like, bro, I need you to meet with Scott. I'm like, who the fuck is Scott? He's like, bro, he's a fucking, he's a movie producer. He produced this movie. I'm like, how the fuck I'm gonna get with this nigga? I don't know this nigga. He like, figure it out, figure it out. Figure it out. So I ended up figuring it out, bro. And then like me and Scott, you feel me? We like linked up. Scott took me to the prison, walked me in the prison. You feel me? See, you feel me, my little bro, like mm. walked me in the prison. Talking about like I'm walking on the yard. Not like you a visiting. Like, like, like niggas like, YG, what's up? Crib, crib. I'm like, ah. I'm like, ah, fuck. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, man, what I do, man? I'm like, man, you know what? Nobody recognized him. <laughs> you feel me? Hey, so like, but he had me in that motherfucker, you feel me? So I just see my little bro. I'm like, damn, this nigga Scott different. Like, he different, bro. So um that inspired me and shit, like. Like inspired me a lot. So like, you feel me? I'm trying to do shit like that, bro. Like I want my legacy to be about me being me, of course, and doing all the things I want to do and leaving it behind for my people. But also, outside of me, the shit I did for people that I don't even know. You feel me? People that I just know. You know what I'm saying? Is um probably dealing with you feel me? The eyes you feel me of life. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to create opportunities and shit for other motherfuckers who wouldn't have a who would have no opportunities and shit like that, you know? And um, yeah, that's my whole shit. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. you. Anything that we could do to help, let us know too. I'm not the type of dude that know how to ask for help. I don't know. Okay. So if y'all feel like y'all can help, let me know. I, 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 <laughs> no, real shit. Nah, definitely. Bro, I'm not, yeah. like, real shit. We're gonna get it done. Dug it out. YG, ladies and gentlemen. between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.